Welcome to Politically Enraged, the Lefty's Refuge. Politically Enraged is a podcast purpose-built to discuss British and international disunity in political spaces, talk through ideas, introduce you to amazing people, and fight back against authoritarianism. My name is David Moo, I'm your host, and I hope you'll stick with us. Follow our Twitter at Political Rages, find us on Instagram and Coffee at Politically Enraged, and let's speak truth to power. Hello and welcome to a very sore-throated episode of Politically Enraged, the podcast designed to make lefties feel good and make right-wingers feel stupid, because you are. As you can tell, I'm not really in the mood to be polite today, even though I said I was going to try and be more respectful and work with people who were disenfranchised, but at this point, I've had a bit of a frustrating 24 hours. But first, let's celebrate the good news. Two Tory losses in the by-elections and the curmudgeonly hobgoblin that is Oliver Dowden has finally stepped down. A whole 18 days after he supported Boris Johnson for leadership. It's almost like these Tories have no principles and can't stick to them, isn't it? It's just weird. Anyway, Boris Johnson has said that there's lessons to learn from this, and yeah, the lesson is how to pack all of your shoes into one suitcase and fuck off out of Downing Street, you useless prank. But the reason I'm making this video is to talk a little bit more extensively about Dominic Raab and the curtailment of the Human Rights Act, otherwise known as, oh Jesus Christ, what are you doing? As a fusion of Praying Mantis and Great White Shark, Dominic Raab doesn't have much to fear from the loss of the Human Rights Act. However, the rest of us really do, and it's quite an interesting read. I obviously don't speak legalese, so I've had to go by all of the lawyers, you know, those nasty lefty lawyers who do a lot of free work on Twitter by untangling these things and explaining to us exactly what the dire consequences of our actions of electing an absolutely inept pile of shit is. One of the things I've found really hilarious is the amount of Oh, we need free speech in this country! Defenders hopping out and into my DMs to try and explain to me, or should I say mansplain, what uh, freedom of speech is. At its core in the UK, one of its many definitions, freedom of speech, is the ability to critique the UK government without fear of reprisals, for example, arrests, threats, or anything else, and uh, we all know the UK government doesn't play by those rules, but it's at least nice to know that there's some kind of understanding that we should be allowed to do that. So, an example of true free speech would be me saying that Boris Johnson's government seems incredibly corrupt, inept, and useless, and I can't wait until they get voted out, but my dearest hope is that they all face a lot of repercussions in regards of the long arm of the law. Did you hear that? The silence of no sirens? Yeah, it's free speech. Because I'm allowed to say what I want about the UK government as long as I don't incite violence, and I'm very careful not to do that, not the least because I don't want them to face violence, because, ew, I want them to suffer repercussions as in the legal kind. But also because if I can't enter into discourse without my first thought being, beat people up that I don't like, then I probably shouldn't be having adult discourse in the first place. Which brings me to the free speech warriors themselves and exactly why the endless regurgitation of the same talking points I've had for the last few hours on the internet has driven me to distraction and made me to create a podcast episode instead of trying to explain it to them using crayons and small pictures on the internet. A lot of people think that freedom of speech is the ability to turn around to a homosexual like me and say, Oh, all gays have AIDS. Oh, you all want to touch kids. You're all dirty bastards and you should be in prison. I hate you all. Without repercussion. And for the gammons that have somehow accidentally tuned into this, repercussions means punishment. That's not what free speech is. I don't know what it is. Just you being a cunt, mostly. I don't really understand why people are so desperate for the ability to say offensive things. Like, if you can't have a conversation without being purposely offensive in a way that you know is morally and legally dubious, then maybe you shouldn't be having the conversation in the first place. I don't know. Stick to colouring in between the lines in your kids' colouring books. 
It's one of the main things that's become more and more annoying is all these people who insist that they have the right to offend. Yeah, you do. And I have the right to break a chair over your face if you say something I don't like, especially if it's extremely offensive and homophobic. I think at the core of it, a lot of these people remind me of the people I went to high school with who were just relentless bullies and wanted to be able to say things to people without any kind of punishment back. Like, just so the people in high school know, I didn't punch you in the face when you were homophobic because... I was scared or because I don't like violence. I didn't do it because I didn't want to get punishment because I really didn't want to stay in school longer than I had to. Who wants a detention, you weirdos? But we're out in the real world now. We're adults and, you know, you should be able to contain yourself. If you can't have a conversation with someone that you don't like without resorting to racial epithets, then why are you even here? And I mean, the truth is laid bare in the media. All these people booing on and on endlessly over and over again about being cancelled. Rowan Atkinson's at it in the newspapers at the minute. Oh, oh, we should be allowed to say whatever we want in comedy. And yet, if I made a joke about Rowan Atkinson that involved him and two young nubile girls who were of questionable age, I'm sure suddenly I'd be getting hit with a fucking cease and desist order, wouldn't I? The people that wank on about freedom of speech all the time don't even want freedom of speech. What they want is the ability to say whatever the fucking hell they want and we're all just supposed to stand there like Stepford wives going, Oh, he's exercising his freedom of speech, isn't it glorious? Well, as it is, I don't have to do that and I don't want to. If I don't like something that you've said, I'm going to tell you that I don't like it. And if you don't like being called out on it, well, you know, measure it up before you say it. Is it worth saying this offensive thing? Am I going to be able to put up with all of the smack that I'm going to get? No? Well, I better not fucking say it then. These people act like they're not allowed the ability to think. I mean, Christ, if you're up to date on anything to do with LGBT plus travesties, Maya Farstarter's ruling was an absolute slap in the face for LGBT plus people, but it is true at its core. You're allowed to think whatever you want. You're allowed to think that the Queen is a mantis woman. No one can fucking stop you. It's questionable as to whether that's correct or not. It's also questionable or not as to whether you should be allowed to think that trans people are less than human, but people do. Frankly, I don't care what's inside your head. I can't see it and I can't hear it, so it's not really my problem, nor the problem of anybody else. But when you come for someone else, either verbally or in regards to their rights, then they've got a perfect example of how they should defend themselves. But the funniest thing about these people is the second that you start pointing out the facile shit that they come out with is the second that they start to fall apart. I couldn't put this on TikTok because the video kept going into review and just never being put live, but let me put it to you this way. The other day I said, speech should be monitored. A guy came on and said, how dare you? How dare you try and control what people say? It's disgusting behaviour. People should be allowed to say whatever they want. So when I made the video, I responded with, okay, cool. So if someone made a Twitter account that said, I want to rape and kill Davy Moo, burn his body on camera and put the video live for everyone to see so all those woke, pathetic snowflakes have an example of what will happen to them, would that be okay with you? And of course they would respond with, well, no, you, you shouldn't be allowed to ask people to do violence, you shouldn't be allowed to talk about violence and incite violence because violence is bad. And of course, I, being the sarcastic twat I am, would respond with, but freedom of speech, right? How dare you control what someone's thinking and saying? See, us people, we are in the same book, we're just on very different chapters because why can't people see the pipeline of how extremist language goes? People these days, in a society that's broadly accepting of gay men, I'm going to use gay people as an example because I don't feel comfortable using other minorities because it's gross. But people in this society, by and large, are pretty accepting of gay people. But there's people that have small problems with us and then things happen. They'll run into a gay person who acts like they don't like and they'll bitch about it to someone. And that someone will be like, oh God, I know, all them fucking queers these days, honestly, I don't know how they have the right to just parade around behaving the way they do. It's disgusting. And this person gets emboldened. They're like, yeah. Yeah, why should they get to walk around behaving how they do? It's fucking disgusting. 
then comes the dehumanization of, oh, you know, they're all slags and they all spread STDs. It's dangerous, really. They're all dangerous spreading these viruses. Oh, if you ask me, they shouldn't be allowed. If you ask me, they shouldn't be allowed to live. And there it is, the very short pipeline of, I'm mildly homophobic and have issues, to, I'm probably going to go out and buy an AR-15 and mow a few gay people down. This country right now is a hotbed of radicalisation for a million different issues, and I guarantee you, if we had guns in this country, there would be a mass shooting a day. And of course, that is an extreme example, and there's a lot of people that get into this rhetoric and they're just doing it for funsies, or they're bored, or they're angry at someone and they just want someone to pin it on, or they don't really believe what they're saying, or they do believe what they're saying, but they're too pussy to actually act on it, or whatever it is. But ultimately, there is a hardcore base of people who sit on the internet all day, reading stuff about gay people or whoever else it is, getting more and more angry, and eventually they're going to reach a snapping point where they think, I've got to do something about this, I've got to do something about the gays, the free speech warriors, the remainers, blah, 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 and they'll go out and do something bad. And people are like, really? Yeah. Joe Cox got murdered because she was a fucking remainer. And I think people that endorse this kind of like, no, free speech should be free. They don't understand the kind of stuff that people like me have to hear about ourselves all the time. In the last two weeks, not one, but two different anti-gay preachers in the US have stood up on large platforms and called for the shooting of gay people. And to use an example I've spoken about on TikTok, which isn't about gay people, and this is a trigger warning for trans people, Helen Staniland and Helen Joyce sat down for a nice little wine-fueled chat the other day, and Helen Joyce ended up saying that trans people were damaged, they were a problem, they were a danger in a world, a sane world, and that as many people as possible needed to be stopped from transitioning. What they don't understand is that transgender people are transgender, like, at their core. You can't make someone who's trans not trans, because they're always trans. Oh, but people detransition. Well, then they weren't trans, and it, that's unfortunate for them, and it's really sad, but it's also not trans people's fault. The rate of regret for transition is less than 1%. More people are upset about facial fillers, so, you know, shut up. But this goes back to what I'm saying. All of these people that boo all the time about free speech, we should be allowed to say whatever we want and do whatever we want, you already have that ability. You already have that ability, because every fucking day I open up the Daily Mail and I read a new person who's talking about how cancelled they are before going on a fucking worldwide tour. Rowan Atkinson banging on about being cancelled? Fuck me sideways. I have followed that man's career my entire life, willingly or not. Lawrence Fox makes an entire fucking career out of telling everyone that he's an anti-cancellation warrior. If he was fucking cancelled, then he wouldn't fucking be there to tell people, would he? The irony of it all, you people aren't cancelled, you just want license to be cunts without being called on it and you don't live in that world. If you want to be a cunt, be an unrepentant cunt, there is no problem whatsoever with being that, as long as you own it. But what you want is the permission, you want the permission to be that and you're never going to get it. You guys want people to stand back and smile and laugh at what you say, or listen to it thoughtfully, when the fact is that it's devoid of any substance. Or you just want the ability to say it without recompense, and it's not going to happen, because when you act like a dickhead to people, people have the right to do things back to you. Isn't that free speech? For people to be able to call you out on the things that they don't like, or is it just that it ends when you finish talking? That is the fucking irony of all of these free speech warriors. The stupidest part of it all is that they're so determined to defend free speech that they've actually lost some rights. Because now, we're not allowed to critique the government if they're doing something bad against us under Dominic Raab's new act. 
the long and short of it is that there's certain things that the government can do to you, and if they do it to you, under Dominic Raab's new act, you can't speak out against it. So congratulations, people have, again, lost rights because you guys are defending something that you never even had and you shouldn't fucking want. And why shouldn't you want this ability, you ask? Well, let's look at the behaviour of pretty much every mass shooter in America for the last 30 years, when the internet was big. Almost every single person that went out and did something horrific either wrote a manifesto and published it online, accessed extremist manifestos, was on discords, or was on 4chan, or was on Reddit, in these extremist sub-partitions of websites, talking about how horrible the people they were going to go out and kill were, and how they needed to do something, and the thing that they chose to do was go out and fucking blow holes in people. That kind of language happens all the time, but people don't seem to make the link between the smaller stuff and the bigger stuff. It's not a suddenly I'm going to wake up and be homophobic and then go out and blow people away thing. People work up to it. And how do they work up to it? With the smaller stuff. You get away with calling someone a faggot and suddenly, oh, that felt great. I'm allowed to say this. But those dirty faggots, they deserve more. And it gets worse and worse and spirals and spirals. And like I said, it's not like it happens every single time. But one time is too much. Especially when people will walk into a club with an AR-15 and mow down 51 people. You guys want your freedom of speech. Say the nasty things. But don't be surprised when you get punished. And don't be surprised that people like me want to curtail your free speech when there's people stood at podiums talking about how they want to hang us. And imagine the fucking outcry if someone like me created a platform off of saying that we should hang all homophobic people. Is it what I think? No, because I think that it's an ignorant mindset that can be changed. But holy fuck, can you imagine the outcry? Dangerous gay man in England wants to hang homophobes. Um, no. But homophobic people are allowed to say that kind of shit about me and I'm just supposed to what? Fucking sit back and sing Kumbaya? I don't think so. The irony is that people want exactly the same thing, which is to be able to say what they want without fear of judgment. But when you're going to say something that's deliberately provocative or hurtful to other people, you should realise as an adult that you are going to get blowback and you should be man or woman or they them enough to accept the fucking consequences of what's going to come out of your mouth. And if you can't, then you don't want free speech. You want the fucking safe space that you accuse everybody else of. The response to any kind of critique of anybody that says anything bad is, Oh, I'm being cancelled by the work brigade. And no, you're being told that something you've said is wrong. You could fucking sit back and listen. Something happened to me the other day. I made a joke about Nadine Dorries on Twitter. And it was kind of insensitive because I was making fun of the fact that she can't spell. And then someone else mentioned that she'd said she was dyslexic. And I was like, well, let's be honest. Nadine Dorries being dyslexic, she's probably just fucking saying it as an excuse. Nadine Dorries is a twat, and there's no reason that I can go after her for something that will upset other people. There's many things that Nadine Dorries has done that I could easily make fun of, like the fact that you voted against gay marriage or doesn't know that you can learn things from YouTube. So what's the point of saying something that's going to offend a bunch of other people that haven't done anything wrong? And of course the thing is, on this debate it gets even more complicated when you realise that there's some pick-me's on the side that say that, oh well, that's about me, but you should be able to say that. Like, all I see these days is, like, Republican gays in America and Republican gays over here defending the people that want to make our lives harder. I don't really care. I don't care about their opinions. They can have them, they can say them, whatever. I don't have to listen. I'm not even going to get offended. I just feel sad for them. Like, imagine being such a lapdog. What a loser. And my favourite thing is that people like me are always getting accused of being woke for, like, popularity points or whatever. 
do you know how much shit comes with being openly against certain bad things? Like, yeah, of course you get a lot of people around you being like, yeah, I agree with you, but they don't care about you either way. They just share a commonality. But the endless, endless abuse that you get for being like, yeah, you probably shouldn't say bad things is ridiculous. Like, but it goes even further than that. Like, there's videos on the internet that are like of cake making and the comments will devolve into like, an absolute clusterfuck of hatred and it's just bizarre human beings are weird and if you ask me everything got worse during the pandemic because we all retreated into our houses and spent months being angry at each other on the internet and then suddenly we were face to face again with all of the beef that we've concocted during the pandemic and maybe it's time that we actually talk these things out but ultimately if you want to talk things out you've got to talk in a way that's going to mean people are going to listen instead of being riled up. And if you can't speak to people with at least a myon of respect without using the slurs that you know offend them, without dehumanising them, why are you having the conversations in the first place? There are exceptions, of course. I do a lot of smack talking about people that vote right wing. Ultimately, I have not much against them in terms of being around them in real life. But when it comes to the fact that you make my life harder and you seem to think that people like me should be told to shut up and that my ideas are wrong, but you don't even listen to them and you don't even understand them, well, you know, we could have discourse around it, but you people refuse to enter into it. And when you do, it's all the ridiculous projections, not to mention you want to have access to the kind of speech that pisses me off. And the biggest irony there is that people like me do have the ability to say the nasty things. We just often choose not to. I would never sink to using a slur against someone, no matter how much I hated them. Because why? It's not just offensive to them, it's offensive to every fucking person that that slur refers to. When I made that joke about Nadine Dorries and my friend called me out on it, I was like, shit, okay, yeah, sorry, I shouldn't have done that, and I deleted it. That's all it took for me to be like, okay... But you people are so fucking wrapped up in your old ego that you can't even be told that you're wrong without deciding that that's cancellation. If you say something and someone says, hey, that's kind of homophobic, you don't need to be like, oh, what, cancel culture? Just be like, all right, I didn't realise it was homophobic. Why is it homophobic? And people will explain it. And if it's homophobic and you agree, delete it. And if you don't, then explain your part. Who's to say that they're right and you're wrong? But you don't. It's just this knee-jerk, oh, I'm being cancelled, oh, the work cancel culture because you ultimately can't defend your own viewpoints. If you guys have interesting dialogue to say and you need to be provocative, then learn to do better. Ultimately, you're out of high school now and you should be used to the fact that people are gonna call you out on your bullshit and if you can't handle that, then start the conversation in the first place. People sitting back and listening to Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro and all of those guys, they're just as fucking snowflakey as anybody. And that's the irony of it all. We all want to censor certain types of people's speech. We all want people to just fall in line and agree with us. And we all get frustrated when they don't. But there's no reason that we can't have reasonable dialogue. It's just that some of us aren't like Ben Shapiro. Get up on stage and go... <laughs> and talk at a million miles an hour. Leaking obvious fallacies. And then as soon as someone calls us on it, suddenly they're the work cancel snowflakes. And one of the things I get told a lot is that I'm not, I don't seem very willing to debate right-wingers. I don't want to. If I saw any kind of gain out of it, sure, I would sit down. But again, there would have to be certain rules in place to make sure that we both respected each other. But you guys don't do that. I've watched. Ad nauseum. I don't want to enter into debate with people that are just going to try and talk over me and call everything I say a fallacy or do my least favourite thing in the world which is to go so what you really mean is because the answer is no I mean what I fucking said at the end of the day there's no such thing as cancel culture and free speech has never been free 
If you say something stupid, someone's going to tell you that you said something stupid. And if you don't like that, keep your mouth shut. Because you know what's free? Silence. Thanks for listening to Politically Enraged, a podcast designed to discuss politics palatably. If you're interested in following us on social media, you can find me at David Moo pretty much everywhere. And you can also find us on Instagram at Politically Enraged, where you can see the blog. You can find us on Kofi in case you'd like to caffeinate me. And you can find us on Twitter at Political Rages. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, stay politically engaged and get politically enraged. Because remember, we deserve better. <laughs>